Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. A couple of weeks ago, I was giving a seminar to a small group And to begin, as I normally do, I was getting them to introduce themselves with a quick question for them. And my question was, what is your favorite book? Now, it was a small enough group that we could go around the whole room. There was only 10 or 15 of them. And as we went around, everybody was proving that it was quite a hard question. Some of them because they didn't read very much. Some of them because they'd read so many books over the years that they possibly couldn't possibly pick one that was their favorite. Um, But I was particularly intrigued by one answer from one young woman in the group. And she said that since I'm a student, the only thing that I read is psychology textbooks. (laughs) And if we're thinking of like what our favorite book is, we're we're immediately trying to think of something that we enjoy, um, that that's what we get out of it, that enjoyment or entertainment. But we really, we read lots of different types of materials, lots of different um, literature, And depending on what it is, we're expecting to get something different out of it. When we read a textbook, we're wanting to learn some knowledge, or perhaps even learn some new skills, a way of doing something. When we read a newspaper, we're wanting to find out about events in the world. Um, Or if you're something like me, you read the newspaper just to find the crossword and the Sudokus and have some fun. But then if you're looking for something to enjoy, someone might want to pick up some fiction, a fantasy novel or a crime novel or something, or somebody else might find that similar enjoyment in a history book or something factual about some hobby that they have. But what are we looking for when we approach the Word of God, when we read the Scriptures? What are we expecting to get out of it? What's there on offer for us? It can be much like these other forms of literature that we, that we read, We can find a lot of knowledge, information from the Bible, knowledge about who God is or knowledge about history, historical events and things. We can find practical knowledge about ways of doing things, ways of living in the pages of Scripture. Um, We can also, if we're looking for some entertainment, if you know where to look in the Bible, there's lots of gripping page-turner stories that would keep you on the edge of your seat. But there's something a lot deeper... I think that's on offer in the Scriptures. St. Paul, in his letter to the Colossians, exhorts us, let the Word of God dwell in you richly. I'll just look at that, because what what does it mean for, for the Word of God to dwell in us, to find a home in us? And what does that richness look like? How do we tap into that richness as well? How do we really discover the richness that he's saying is on offer in the scriptures. And firstly, looking at this kind of stuff we can get from other literature, it is on offer in the scriptures, but it's on offer in such a richer way. The information that we can learn from the scriptures is not just um, ordinary knowledge, but it's the mystery of who God is and he's revealing himself to us. The, The kind of history that we find in the scriptures is not just a list of past events, but it's the history of a relationship, the relationship between God, who is love, and humanity, which is his beloved. 
the kind of practical stuff that we find in the scriptures is not just useful things of how to live our lives better, but it's the way of salvation. It's the way to true life in Christ. So it's a whole other order of riches that are on offer, not just more knowledge or more practical tips, but scriptures, scripture is a, such a rich treasure for us, really, a precious treasure, a precious resource, indeed. But if we simply look at it in this way, if we see it as just a resource, I think we're missing something far more deep as well, because rather than just a resource that we can kind of use and take stuff from, the Word of God is a living thing. It's, it's the Word of the God who is present to us, who's wanting to be in relationship with us in each moment. Um, and if we were going to draw an analogy from some other form of literature then, rather than a newspaper or a textbook or a novel, I think something like a love letter makes a bit more sense. Something written by someone who knows you by someone who loves you deeply and by someone who you love. And therefore, it's something deeply personal and deeply intimate. The Scriptures are the voice of our God who wants to comfort us and show us His mercy. And He does that anew in, in each new day, the comfort that we need, the mercy that we need. He speaks to us anew each day in our current circumstance. It's the voice of a God who, who wants to inspire and encourage us, call us forth into our potential to lay down our lives in love for our brothers and sisters and for the building up of the kingdom. And when he calls us into those challenges, he wants to encourage us and strengthen us by his word. We also find in the pages of scripture the voice of the lover who wants to call us aside to be with him in intimacy who wants us to hear his love deep in our hearts and to allow ourselves to be transformed by that love that he wants to speak to us. But we must read it. There's no way that the word of God is going to dwell in our hearts. There's no way we're going to be able to discover these riches unless we actually take it in, unless we actually expose ourselves to the word, unless we become familiar with it and fill our lives with it. Reading scripture is a normative part of the Christian life. If we're following God, if we're in relationship with Jesus, we need to be regularly, constantly listening to his word through the scriptures. Now, it can be a very daunting prospect to, to start reading the scriptures if that's not something you're used to. You wouldn't be the first person to go, where do I begin? I don't know what's going on. Um, but I've noticed that very helpfully on the front page of our board this week, there's actually a very simple little structure there that if you're approaching scriptures and you're not sure how to go about it, check that out, have a look at it. Very simple way of picking something and how to move through it and let God speak to you through it. Because the other important point here is that we're not simply reading when we approach the scriptures. It's not just like any other book, but we need to be praying the scriptures when we, when we come and read them. We need to be praying and inviting God to really speak to us and make that real. So the, the scriptures were inspired by the Holy Spirit working through human authors, but the Holy Spirit's also at work in us when we read it. 
turning what are just words printed on a page into a conversation with God in our hearts, turning what's just information written down into a revelation of who God is for us in our hearts. So when we come to read the scriptures, we need to invite the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm going to open up my Bible and read. Holy Spirit, let this be a moment of encounter with God. Let me hear the voice of God through these words. Invite the Holy Spirit into that moment. I just want to return to one more example of of what it looks like when the Word of God dwells in us. We find this, it's again from St. Paul in our second reading today. He's, he's one who, who has let the word of God dwell in him. And he says, woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. I should be punished if I don't preach the gospel. Paul has encountered Jesus. He's encountered the word of God and soaked himself in it. Let the word of God dwell in him such that he knows, knows Jesus in that intimacy and he knows God's love for him. And Therefore, he's compelled to share this word, to share this good news with everybody else. He's compelled as if there's like a fire burning in his belly that's bursting out. He can't stop himself from sharing the word of God with others. And when we truly steep ourselves in the word of God and let the word of God dwell in us, that'll be a gift that we will want to share with others. Paul goes on to talk about whether he should get paid for this kind of work, whether he has wages for it. But he says that he is paid. The very act of freely sharing the word of God with others is itself the payment. The word of God that's found a home in his heart is is springing up with such joy and life even when he's sharing it that that is itself a rich reward the joy and the love that he feels in that. So as we celebrate the Word of God today, we're invited to do three things, three ways to focus on the Word of God. We're invited to celebrate it with a particular focus today as we do in our liturgy every, every time. We're also invited to know it more deeply, to let it dwell in us, to read it and study it and pray it, most importantly. And thirdly, we're invited to share it with others. We're invited to take this precious gift that is the Word of God and share it with those who don't have access to it, because this isn't just the Word for us, but this is the Word that God has spoken for every one of His sons and daughters. Everyone on the face of the earth should be able to receive the Word of God and get to know God through it. So I pray that as we celebrate the word in our liturgy and as we prayerfully read it and let it find a home in our hearts, that we will be compelled to go out and to share this word with all whom we meet in the joy and love of our Lord. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.